From Phoenix to Fredonia, Tucson to Tuba City, the Arizona Department of Transportation is connecting Arizona. Everyone, everywhere, every day. Now you're connected to On the Road with ADOT. Well, good day, good evening, whatever it might be, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. This is the ADOT Podcast. I'm Doug from ADOT Communications, and we're so happy that you could join us here for a little while. We are talking about transportation, and yes, at ADOT, we have a very, very important and large division that in some states is a separate agency of its own, but right here in beautiful Arizona, if you need to get your driver license, you need to register your vehicle, you need to do some title work, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff, you come to ADOT. But we call it the Motor Vehicle Division, and the gentleman who kind of keeps uh, the engine running is not the division director, but the operations manager, Mr. Mike Kreiderman, who is our guest today. Mike, good to have you here. Good to be here. And uh, Mike, you've been here a little while here at ADOT. Uh, This is uh, not a new job for you. You've been doing it for a bit. Uh, since about, uh, late 2015, early 2016. So give us a little history of Mike Kreiderman. I'm sure that when you were in sixth grade and they had career day, you said, I want to run a motor vehicle division, right? I'm pretty sure nobody says that in sixth grade. Um, So how do you get into this? Um, I I was actually... Uh, brought on to help with a project that we put into play about two years ago. It's the um, the new, uh, we call it the MAC system, but it's a, a new enterprise system that we run all of our business on. So uh, so so to, to, to dumb that down a bit, we had a creaky old computer system that Einstein had a part in inventing, and we needed to fix that and replace it, right? And that, that was pretty much your first priority. Correct. Uh, their system that they've been using was designed you know, something like 40 years ago. So uh, from a technological standpoint, it goes beyond dinosaurs. It predated dinosaurs. Right. So uh, it, it needed to re- be replaced. It allows us to do a lot of things going into the future, whether it's online or in the office, in a much more um, modern way than what we were before. But when you first jumped in in, uh, you said 2015, right? So that's about seven years ago. Tell us a little bit about what the landscape of the MVD looked like. Uh, Great people, of course, but in terms of walking in the door, it was a little bit different than it is now, right? Uh, That's an understatement. Um, In 2015, the average time spent in an office was about 70 minutes. So a customer could expect an hour and 10 minutes then. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, beyond the wait time, uh, I would describe it as chaotic. It was loud, uh, difficult to understand where you needed to be, what you needed to do. You get the deli ticket says B119, and then you wait for that creepy disembodied voice right. saying B119. And then what? You've been sitting there reading Tolstoy for three you know, uh, 30 minutes or whatever. Right. So the, the experience was going to be loud. There were going to lot, there were going to be a lot of people and you're going to hang out for it with us for a long period of time. Uh, 70 minutes was the average, but if you caught us at the end of the day, you were probably going to be there for a couple of hours. So it was not a pleasant experience for a customer or for us, quite frankly. And your mandate was to out of the line and safely on the road. So um, we were we were asked to create a better experience for our customers, um, and that was largely defined by time, right? So you know everybody wants 
the thing they came for, they want it uh, um, efficiently, uh, but if we can't get them in and out of the office in a reasonable amount of time, then you know we couldn't be nice enough to cover that. So you only have so many offices. You only have so much budget to hire people. There's only so many hours in the day. So you had to really chip away at a lot of different things. You, you really have to be creative here. Correct. Um, we were told, you know, pretty early on that uh, uh, additional resources were not part of the equation, right? So you had right. to, you, had, you know, this was... In other words, there's only so much dough you can have. Right. Um, this was a, a business problem we had to solve for what is slowing us down. Like, why are we, you know, why are we this way? Um, that was, uh, you know maybe a daunting first task, right? So, you, you know, whatever you were before you came here and being asked to take this on, there's a certain level of, um, you know, do you really know what you're getting into here? Because, you know, you're not the first person to try to trick, take a crack at this thing. Uh, and, um, you know, shortly after we got involved, we uh, we started paring it down about what, what's happening in our offices. We mapped things out. We understood what uh, what was taking time, and some of the things that we found were not intuitive things. Um, and that numbers some you mentioned that uh, turned out to be something that uh, uh, was causing us more pain than what than we realized. So you you can't hire more people. You can't open up on weekends necessarily. So you what was the first thing you did that you saw that made a real difference? I mean, we're talking about when a person walks in instead of an hour and ten minutes, you got it down to fifty minutes, and and you keep going lower, right? So what was what was the the low hanging fruit, if you will? So the the first thing that we did that isn't going to make sense, and I'll explain why it will make sense here in a second, is we took out the chairs. So uh, and we we hesitate to add not all of the chairs. Not all the chairs. If you need a chair, you can get one. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. You know, we still have. So why does that matter, though? Um, so when people hear this, they immediately start to freak out and they're like, uh, so if you're in your car, please don't freak out. Yeah. If you yeah drive safely. Minutes, how does taking out the chairs, you know, make a difference? It's more complicated than that. We also, um, we also queued people up. So get in line like you would at a grocery store, at the movie theaters or the, at, a, uh, the circle K, uh, we were, instead of putting people in this system where, you know, they didn't know when they were going to be next. So B, one, two, three, or, you know, D, seven, nine, five. Right. It was none of that. Um, we put people in a queue. And why does that matter? Um, the biggest difference uh, or the biggest challenge that we had in the old system is that uh, when the customer uh, was, you know, they're done with their business, they got their license, they got their title changed or whatever, they would uh, wrap up and we would be ready to call another number. The time between customers was close to two minutes a customer because we would go B, one, two, three, and right. the person would be and Bueller, Bueller, you know. They've sat down, they've got a book, they've got a, a purse or a bag or something, a kid with them, whatever, and they got to collect all that and get back in line Correct. or in line they they you know they first gotta go was that my number <laughs> right you can almost see the look on their face when when this happens was that my number then there's a what number what window did you call again and you got to remember back then it was very loud it was very chaotic yeah there's a lot of distraction it's like a mosh pit yeah kind of and uh you know then that finally there's some human behavior in there so um 
my my table's ready, right? So, you know, the, the people <laughs> didn't exactly hurry, you know, once their number had been called to the window. Now, I'm not blaming them. It's just it's what people do. Yeah. And uh, it would take us, you know, a minute and a half, two minutes, a customer to get the next customer to the window. Now, why is that a big deal? We serve 12,000 customers a day. So that's 24,000 minutes, maybe. Correct. That's so a lot of time. The longer you spend with us or the later in the day that you come, the more of that tax you're paying. So, you know, every customer, when you tack it on an extra minute and a half, two minutes onto them, by the end of the day, you're, you know, you're, you're paying a heavy toll for that, that inefficiency. Is it, is it roughly analogous to most people probably remember when you used to go to the movies, you, you get it, you go to the box office, you get a ticket and you line up around the block to see whatever. And then you walk in and hope you get a decent seat. Now, of course you can make an appointment if you will. And, and all, is it roughly analogous to the time saving for that? It is. I mean, if you, you know, anybody that's ever done any line anywhere. So again, I, you know, I mentioned the Circle K or the grocery store. You don't wait to be called up to the window. You move to transact as soon as the person leaves, right? So this time savings took it from a minute and a half, two minutes a customer to 10 or 15 seconds, right? So uh, that savings changed everything for us. We we went from 70 minutes to about 35 minutes in that change alone, right? That made a One change, almost split it in half. Split it in half. Sounds impossible, but I will tell you the first day we, you know, we started testing it, we walk into the office and my first question was, we're open, right? Like I mean, it, it, it's it, that quiet. It, it was so different, right? So the organization in the office, the feedback from the customers, um, we weren't done at that level, right? So 35 minutes is still pretty long. So in 35 minutes, by the way, that, that includes anything before you got to our greeter station. That includes the wait in the office, and that includes the transaction. So the wait in the office was probably about 20 minutes of that, that exchange, but that's still a long time to stand. Um, and since then, so, you know, if we fast forward to today, the uh, about the last three months, we've averaged about 22 minutes door to door, right? So, so, so here in 2022, we're at about 20 minutes in and out. Correct. And that's probably people are hard are out there thinking that's hard to believe unless they've experienced it themselves. Correct. Um, you know, our business is, is not unlike uh, other businesses that if you go to, you know, McDonald's or somebody else at noon on a on a Friday, sure. it's going to be busy, right? Yeah. So if you catch us on at the end of the month or the first day of the month and at noon, we're going to be busy. Uh, but, you know, if you look or you come or at any of the other times you schedule an appointment, those visits are, you know, an appointment visit is going to be sub 20 minutes and that includes a transaction. Um, so let's talk about that real quick. Um, you mentioned that you came here to put in uh, a new system. So that was done uh, as it happens coincidentally with the height of the pandemic, which was its own craziness. But both the pandemic and that really kind of uh, the, the pandemic in a perverse way, I suppose. But those things really showed you better ways to do business that, that make the times even shorter, right? They did. Um, there's a couple of things we've done since the pandemic. We've, we've opened up some of the business to um, some older models, including some mail-in work that, uh, for whatever reason, we'd moved away from in the past. Um, 
and then, and it has opened up things for uh, transacting online, whether it's CDLs or renewals for uh, driver's licenses at 65. Uh, so we've done a few things along that. But in terms of how we process in the offices, one of the things that uh, I mentioned just a few seconds ago in passing was this idea of a greeter station. So if you go back to a really chaotic environment where I had 150, 200 people waiting for service, and uh, and you stop at a guy or a woman at the front door, and they're going to take some time to get you situated. That's you found that's really not the best method, right? So in in the old system, the value of that greeter was really to ensure that you were ready to transact, and you didn't come and you know wait in the in the giant corral of people for nothing and find out you get to the window you couldn't transact right so it was it was really a gatekeeper um as we 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 got to a place where our wait time was 10 minutes 11 minutes or less in a lot of cases the value of that greeter became a lot less and it became a very expensive um, position for us for a lot of reasons. It's not a product uh, production posi- position. What I mean by that is you're not getting a driver's license from them. You're not getting your title changed from them. And we were having to uh, we we're having to make sure that we keep it whole all day long. Well, if we move away from that model, like most of our smaller offices in our rural areas, we're already doing. We basically put three or four people back in a production role and we shorten our wait times serving customers right so you know today we're as as fast as we've ever you know that i have records of us of us being uh and you're getting to the point where it really can't get a whole lot faster um we can't uh there are going to be you know so we're we're doing a few things to make sure that we are prepared for traveled id as it as it comes right. up in may so you know we're still only about a 1.75 million travel ids issued uh and you're going to need it to fly so yes uh unless you want to take your passport to portland Correct. Um, and we do have uh, a number of customers that you know, will yeah. tell us that, and that's fine. That's you know, your choice. Whatever. That's their choice. Um, but we are prepared to, you know, uh, we are preparing ourselves for what uh, increased volume looks like. So, uh, again, we average around, around 12,000 customers a day. Um, pre-pandemic, it was a little closer to 13 and a half. So, you know, we've, we've seen some of our customer base go online since then. So there's a lot more people. Doing well, as you mentioned, yeah, we, we have how many transactions is it now that you can do online without ever visiting us? A lot. A lot, right. 30 plus. And, and it's most of the most common, right? So the two most common transactions are, you know, obviously obviously registration renewal. The second one is uh, getting a, a copy of one's license. Apparently, it's a very common thing to lose one li- one's license. Who knew? So, yeah. <laughs> That's not good. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a very common transaction. So really, the only reason you should have to come in is maybe if you're a first-time resident, you got to get everything set. If you got to get your photo taken for a new license, which is only you know, every 12 years, unless you're 65 or older, every five years, uh, maybe some complicated title work. But for the most part, if you've got a computer and you've got some skills there, go to AZMVD now, there's an account waiting for you. And that's really the customer side of what you came here to do in the first place. Correct. Uh, this is, you know, I, I think I mentioned earlier, the 
uh, an appointment will get you about a 16, 17 minute door to door kind of experience, right? So if you make an appointment, um, we do prioritize those mm-hmm. and we will get you in and out pretty quick. And that's the easiest way to get a travel. How many states uh, offhand to do that? Do you know, are there many that actually do appointments? I know in California, but I've heard it's not that great, but I don't know. So there are a lot of models that people use with, um, with appointments. We, you know, during the pandemic, we tried to go mostly appointment. Um, that's a little more challenging, I think, yeah. for our, our customers than it sounds. Uh, since then, we've made it an optional thing. So it's a little like getting a fast pass or whatever yeah. at Disneyland, and you can uh, you can get uh, shot right through the system. Um, about about. 20% of our activities done through appointments. Some states do push it fully. Um, there are some other challenges that go along with that. It's not something that we've uh, we've decided to tackle just yet, but we also don't have a burning platform, right? So we're in right. a pretty good space right now, the 21, 22 minute mark. Um, most of what we do now is managing, you know, hotspots where, you know, we might have a staffing issue or something like that. We, yeah. are, we are looking at opportunities in, in how we can improve that. So, But people should make an appointment if they can. They go to ACMVD now. You have an account. Unless you're a new resident who's never had an MVD uh, transaction before, you're, you're good to go and get in there. Correct. Find a location. Uh, I w- well, I would, since you talked about AZMD now, I'd say uh, you'd be surprised what you could accomplish without seeing me. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> and as, uh, you know, as much as we, we want to make sure that we take care of our customers, the fastest, easiest way to do anything is AZMD now. You mentioned Disneyland a minute ago, and we talked a bit uh, before about how when you first got here, the myth of MVDs or DMVs or whatever is that we've got Patty and Selma from The Simpsons or uh, an anthropomorphic sloth behind the counter. Uh, you you encountered that personally a little bit early in your career here. <laughs> right. So uh, the first week on the, on the job in the role that I'm in now, I went to the theater with my family. Family, so my wife and daughter, and it was the first trailer before the movie that we saw. Now, my wife and daughter thought it was absolutely hilarious. That, We're talking uh, about Ice Age, I think, right? Uh, uh, the Disney movie. I think Zootopia, it's Ice Age. Actually. Oh, Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia. I'm sorry. Uh, just thought it was hilarious, right? So I took on the role of uh, being responsible for uh mvd services and you know the next thing i know is that's the first punchline joke that we see it's just incredibly slow slot we don't have those people and if we did what happens Oh, we monitor our performance pretty closely, um, uh, but our our staff take our performance really seriously. So one of the things we implemented early on was uh, a thing called huddle boards in offices, and they keep track of their daily performance on the office level. So, you know, it isn't. You know, I'm not the only one looking at this number. Every single employee um, in our organization is paying attention to our quality and performance on a daily basis. And, you know, they all know what the score is all the time. So, in other words, every office in MVD every day pretty much is getting together and saying, how many customers did we serve the day before? How many do we, do we expect today? How many people are working and how fast are they working? In other words, we've made it a friendly but serious competition to serve people that much faster. 
Yes, it is our culture to pay attention to the service that uh, we're delivering and our customers are getting. And we ask our employees whether you're the person who's helping to empty the trash all the way up to the director of the division, um, find ideas and make them work. And, and if they don't work, that's cool. We'll, we'll fail fast, if you will. Um, but we're empowering everybody to, to do things better, right? Uh, 100%. This is, you know, when I started... Um, I would say the culture was very much, hey, tell me what you want me to do. And If I'm an employee, I want, I want to be directed, you know, just, just push the buttons. And we now, didn't like that necessarily. Correct. And now I, on a, you know, I'm daily, I'm getting a list of things from people where they would like to see a change to improve something that happened with them and their customers. So um, the, the, the change has been dramatic. So now the engine sort of drives itself to a degree where they're pushing for better service uh, up and down the line, depending on, and it really doesn't matter what we're doing. They're looking for ways to improve um, how things operate in the organization. It could be everything from, hey, this printer that I use 16 times a day is, you know, 100 feet away from me, and it could easily be 10 feet away from me. That could, I could shave off a few seconds every transaction, and you keep building that up over 12,000 transactions, 12,000 people a day. It really does add up fast. What is uh, as as we kind of wrap up here, what is the one thing that you, as as the guy who's keeping the engine humming here at MVD, would want people to know more than anything about uh, how you and and your team do their job and to serve customers? Uh, you know, I, I would say um, that's a good question. Uh, what do I want them to know? I want them to know that how much our people care. Um, you know, I think there's. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes a, a perception or or a thought that uh, you know they're just in it to you know clock in at eight and leave at five. And these are folks who, um, since we've been here, we've expanded hours. We have uh, um, we've cut our service time in less than half. Uh, you know, we set out to save a million minutes and uh, we're or not a million minutes, a million hours a year. And we're somewhere in the two million hours a year wow. where we started. Uh, that's customer time waited with us, right? So um, that's time that the customer gets to go back and get to back to their job, get back to their kids, get back on the golf course, whatever. At 12,000 customers a day, uh, we're saving somewhere in a 40 plus minute range per customer. That's 500,000 customer or 540,000, I think, is the math on that. Uh, minutes a day, somewhere in that range. Uh, it's a huge, huge number. So, you know, the folks here are looking to improve. And if you have a suggestion, we're all ears. Um, you know, we want to make it better for the next person. And it helps open up the time for us to do new and different things uh, for customers as they come in, right? So how do, how do we make the, 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 the process and the experience better for you as a customer? And I think the word customer is really important here because we don't look at folks as just people walking in the door we want to treat them as a customer just as a business would want a valued customer to come back you don't have to come back to the mbd all that often but we want to make sure when you do uh, that it that you're treated with dignity respect and as quickly as possible 
I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, thank you. Mike Kreiderman, Operations Manager for the Motor Vehicle Division here at ADOT, doing all he can and all the team can, all these thousands of people serving you throughout the state to get you in and out quickly and serve you well. We appreciate all their hard work, and it is hard work, and they do it really well. That's it for this time. We will see you again on another edition of ADOT on the Road. Thanks for spending some time on the road with ADOT. To learn more about ADOT, visit our website at azdot.gov, where you can also connect with our links to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Flickr, and YouTube. That's at azdot.gov. Goodbye for now, and thanks for being on the road with ADOT.